What's happening? What's happening? It's your boy DP, the neighborhood hope dealer, coming to you with the Verb of the Day podcast, where we take practical principles from the Bible, you apply them to your life and see the results. Because I believe, and it is true, every principle out there from the gurus comes from the good book. And I'm going to prove it. And you're going to prove it too. So sit back, relax, enjoy the ride, and enjoy the podcast. What's happening? What's happening? It's your boy DP, the neighborhood hope dealer i'm coming at happy 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 excited 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 about today's podcast this is episode number one of the verb of the day podcast for all my verb of the day people who follow me hey i had to turn it into a podcast it just it just it just happened that way but i'm excited about because here's what the podcast is about it is taking principles from the bible applying them to your life and watch your life change. Like all the gurus that are, all the guru books that you're reading, all those great books out there, all those self-help books that you're reading out there, their principles come from the Bible. And this is not no debate or argument and you trying to prove your point or anything like that's not what this podcast is about. This is taking some principles. This is taking principles, adding them to your life, applying them to your life. And then changing your life with those principles. But I'm just going to take them from the Bible because, I mean, it's the originator. I, hey, it's my opinion. And I have the right to my opinion. So it doesn't matter if you're a believer, if you believe in God or religion or anything like that. That's not what this podcast is about. This is about getting some principles to live by in your life that's going to change your life. So, man, I'm ready to jump into it. Uh, for, you know, if you did follow the verb of the day, you know, I used to just take a proverb for each day, but this is going to flow a little bit differently. I may be using the same proverb for a whole month <laughs> and just taking the principles out of it. But when you apply these principles to your life, I remember I did a, a uh, I did a talk with some young men and I think I just, it, it was about principles over feelings. Like this podcast does not care about how you feel about religion, Christ, Jesus, anything like that. This is not what this podcast is about. But this is just about some principles to add to your life, to better your life. And it's going to be Monday through Friday. We come into you live and direct. And man, and if this adds value to your life, if this adds value to you, hey, you see the cash app down there. Verb of the Day podcast, Zelly. Hey, donate. Show your love. Hey, show that it's a benefit. If it is adding value to your life, hey, show it. Show that it's adding value. Show your support so that we can expand this, as you can see, man. But I'm ready. Man, let's jump into this. We got all the formalities out of the way. Man, this is like just something new to me. This whole new. It's a little bit new to me. So, yes, let's jump into it. Um, so the, the verb of the day, where is it coming from? 
Actually, it's Proverbs 11 and verse 2. Proverbs 11, verse 2. Listen to this. Pride leads to disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. Listen to that. Pride leads to disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. Now, I looked up the word pride um, and also looked up uh, some other words. I'm a definition type dude. I like to look at the definitions of word. But pride in the original language, as it's used here, talks about arrogance. So this is talking about being prideful, arrogance. And arrogant means what? Having or revealing an exaggerated sense of one's own importance or abilities. Like people who are prideful, they think more highly of themselves than they should. Like it's over-exaggerated. You, uh, normally, you know how you hear like the loudest person in the room normally is the weakest person in the room, the most hurt person in the room. We were, I was sitting down and I was having a discussion with some people <clears throat> and we were talking about, you know, people who are loud and, you know, arrogant and always, you know, talking loud. It's all about me type stuff. And we were talking about how normally those people are the ones that are most hurt. Those are the ones that are really most dealing with themselves that they don't like themselves. And there was a guy, there was a little boy picking on my son. And I said, son, people pick, people pick on people and try to make people, other people feel bad is because they don't feel good about themselves. So they're exaggerating. So they push you down to make you, to make themselves feel like they're up here. But this arrogant having (laughs) or revealing an exaggerated sense of one's own importance or abilities. Listen, revealing. Meaning it's coming out that you're exaggerating, that you better than what you think you are. That you that your abilities aren't what you say they are. It's exaggerated. And then I looked up prideful. Prideful, prideful, prideful. Prideful, having an excessive high opinion of oneself. Excessively high opinion of oneself. Thinking you think you you better than here's the thing about it. And I've talked to some 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 people who are very successful in their lives. And they said they have been put in rooms at point in time where they know that they didn't necessarily deserve or have the skills or or have the success that other people had in these rooms. So what they did was they exercised wisdom and they asked questions and then they just listened. Or they didn't even ask any questions. They just really listened and soaked in things. But people who are prideful and arrogant, they try to, if they're not successful or as successful as people who are in the room, they will try to make themselves seem more successful than they are. And the people who are successful already know you're not hitting on nothing. You're not as successful as you think you are. Because you ever heard the expression? I smell a rat. Like all the people in the room look the same. They seem the same. But the way that somebody's acting, 
the way that somebody's moving, some something that they're observing, they're like, no, I smell a rat. There's something that's not right in this room. And when you get in room with very successful people and you're not on the level that they're on, if you have pride, if you're prideful and you're arrogant, you try to make it seem like you are better than what you really are. And they can smell a rat. They can smell if you're not really that successful. But pride leads to distress. Man, if you ever seen the movie um, uh, Thor, Thor, I I love Thor. I, I love the comic. I love the DC comic movies. I love the Marvel movies. Pretty much, I like all of them. Some of them are a little cornballish, but you know, I watch them. I like them anyway. I'll go see them. It doesn't matter to me. But the first Thor, the first Thor. Remember when in Thor? Well, if you don't know what Thor is, so Thor, he's this 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 uh, god type figure. His 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 uh, people are very strong, um, but he his father's king, and he holds the position of he has he has he has grown to a point to where he has this thing. It's called Mir Mir. It's his hammer, and Thor has this power, and he. He's the god of thunder, is what what Thor is, the god of thunder. And in this movie, in the beginning, you know, he was winning all these battles. You know, he was leading his team to victory. He was leading his people to victory over, you know, any type of wars. And his job was to protect the realms. So he's protecting these different worlds. You know, if war breaks out, somebody's trying to overthrow somebody else, he's him and his people step in and, you know, restore the balance to keep peace. So he's winning all these wars. He's winning all these battles. He's taking his people into victory. He's getting all these victories and he's getting all these applause and everybody's cheering for him. And he allowed that stuff to go to his head. Not only did it go to his head, it went to his heart. And I know my, my pastor likes to say this, um, an old thing that his, his grandmother used to say to him was cologne is great to smell but if you ever drink it oh it'll kill you and that's how the applause there's a principle right there that's how you should take the applause of people people who are cheering you on people who are patting you on your back people are telling you you're doing just a great job you need to take that stuff with a grain of salt it smells good. It smells good. But if you drink it, oh, it's like poison. You're poisoning yourself. And so that's what was going on with Thor. He's getting all these applause. He's getting all these pats on the back. Well, something happened. Well, his brother, which is not his blood brother, um, allowed the enemy at the time Thor was you know, getting... You know, his father was pretty much ready to pass the torch to him. And they're going through this ceremony. Well, his brother, unbeknownst to everybody, allowed the enemy to get into this vault where they keep all these high-powered weapons, uh, powerful weapons from enemies that they've, you know, conquered. 
So they get in, they get close to getting this thing. The Frost Giants come in. They're trying to get this thing that actually belongs to them, but was actually taken from them in a battle with Thor's people back in the day when his dad overthrew him. Well, that happens. And, you know, the uh, the king notices that, hey, they're trying to get into this vault. They're trying to steal this thing. And he commands this thing. This this great protector that they have protects the vault and actually stops the frost giants. Well, that's not enough for Thor. That's not enough for Thor. Thor wants to know, you know, why they came, how did they get there? And now we're going to go defeat them because, hey, they just declared war on. And he's arguing with his father, telling his father that he's an old fool and all this other stuff. And so he goes to the Frost Giant's place. He takes him and his band of merry men, <laughs> his people, who is his close battle partners, his friends, and they go to where the Frost Giants are. It's just the six of them. It's just the six of them. So they go. They confront the Frost Giants. They're battling them, whatever. Well, they get into a, a predicament where they're outnumbered and the Frost Giants are about to overtake them. Lo and behold, Thor's father comes, saves them, tries to smooth everything out. The leader of the Frost Giants is like, nah, your son done declared war. Okay, so I guess it's going to be like that. So Thor's father takes him back. And Thor, in all of his arrogance, calling his father a fool, saying that he's not, he's that their people are going to get overtaken because he's being such a fool and he's trying to be peaceful and keep the peace with everything. And lo and behold, lo and behold, his father says, you're arrogant. Like you're not worthy. You're not worthy of the power that I've given to you. You're not worthy for taking the next step because of your arrogance. You think too highly of yourself. You're thinking too high. You have this excessive, <laughs> what did it say? Excessively high opinion of oneself. You think too much of yourself. You think it's all about you. You think it's about, because you've won all these battles. You've won all these wars. People are patting you on your back. People are cheering you. And you think just because of that, that you should go to war with people instead of keeping the peace, even though, though they tried to steal this, this weapon from us, it didn't happen. So what his father does, it says, you're not worthy and strips him of all his power. Strip. Because pride leads to disgrace. So not only did he strip him of his power, he banished him from his world. Pride can lead you to disgrace. Because you think more of yourself than you really should. But with humility comes wisdom. So Thor stripped of all his power, doesn't have this superhuman power anymore, gets banished from his world, 
<laughs> and the punishment is he's banished here to earth. He's banished here to earth. So as the, the movie is going along, is going along, he hooks up with this lady named Jane and her friends. And, you know, they're trying and Jane is trying to figure out all this stuff. She's a scientist and all this type of stuff. And Thor's hammer. He finds out where it is. He goes to try to get it. Unknowing to him, his father said, if the person be deemed worthy, they will have the power of Thor. Hammer ends up on Earth. Thor ends up on Earth. Banished. Embarrassed. All his people know. He's the king's son. Banished because of his pride. Disgraced. Because of his pride, because he thought more of himself than he should have. Banished to the planet Earth. No powers, no strength, no hammer. None of his friends. So what do you do when you allow your pride to overtake you? I've been banished before. Some of you may be banished like Thor. Like you ain't around your family. You're not around your friends. You don't have the connections that you used to have. You don't have the income you used to have. You don't have the job you used to have because you allowed your pride to get ahead of you. You became prideful. You became arrogant. And then in your pride and in your arrogance, you became a disgrace. Just like Thor. Thor became a disgrace. He's banished. No powers. No friends. Nobody patting him on the back. Nobody cheering for him. What do you do? What do you do when you find yourself banished? Well, as the movie went along, Thor started learning some life lessons. He started learning, oh, life ain't all about me. He started learning, oh, life ain't all about going to war. Ah, life ain't about just me, me, and people patting me on my back and me being the greatest. It's not about me. When that happened, he sacrificed himself for other people. And that's when it got restored to him. His power got restored. Because it says, but with humility comes wisdom. These life lessons that he was learning made him wise. His pride, his pridefulness, his arrogance made him a disgrace. But humility, humility, when he humbled himself and said, hey, this ain't about me. This ain't about how much I can get. This ain't about how much money I can make. This ain't about how many cars I have. This ain't about how many houses I have. This is it's not about the clothes that I wear. This is not about the shoes. I'm, this is not about people cheering me and patting me on the back. No, this is about sacrificing myself for other people. And in that moment, we're going to take a pause for the calls and for a little station identification a little station break here for a little commercial, a little commercial break.
DP. What's happening? What's happening? It's your boy DP, the neighborhood hope dealer Daniel Pate coming at you. Got a question for you. Serious as cancer. <laughs> nah, for real. But are you trying to figure things out? Well, not figure things out. You're trying to figure you out to unlock your greatness so you can take your life to a whole new level. Well, let me tell you something. You're not broke and you don't need fixing. You just need to know how and where to make the adjustments at. That's where our coaching program comes in. You follow a step-by-step -step customized plan for you and it will help you to unlock your genius, your talents, your gifts, your superpower and maximize them. And it'll shed any light on any blind spots that you may have. And if that sounds like you, click the link below, take the free assessment and book the 30 minute consultation. They're both free. Free assessment, free consultation. And from the consultation, you'll walk away with tools and tips that you can impl implement right now and go ahead and on with your life unless you wanna become a client. Now, there's, there's a caveat there. I don't take everybody on as a client because I'm not cheap. But ask yourself a question. Do you want cheap? Or do you want results? Because you can find cheap anywhere. But do you want results? And if you're results driven, go ahead, click the link, take the assessment, book your consultation, and we'll see if we're fit. Because you may not want me, and I may not want you. And that's all good. At least you walk away with some tips and some principles that you can take, implement in your life, and get started there. Peace. back we're back we're back we're back with the verb of the day podcast a verb of the day podcast yes go over to you know hopedealerassessment.com hopedealerassessment.com unlock your genius coaching unlock your genius coaching you see it there it's on the screen well let's get back to this pride leads to disgrace but with humility comes wisdom when you humble yourself, you're considered wise. When you humble yourself, stop being prideful. Stop being arrogant. Stop smelling yourself. But yes, humble yourself comes wisdom. So when Thor humbled himself, he became very wise. And then, of course, he battled his thing he got the victory, but then he went back to his father. Check this out. When he went back to his father, he was like, "Um, I don't think I'm really ready to be king. Like, you need to, to continue doing that. You're the king of Asgard, you know. And his brother, <laughs> crazy cell said, oh, is this, as his brother was, a, he could change and look like anybody that he wanted to. So he disguised himself as the father at the end of this movie. And, um, but he said one key thing. He said, is this my son? And pretty much who was talking wisely to me. Somehow when you get disgraced, and I, I like the Bible because it 
it tells you, you know, humble yourself. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. Humble yourself. Like, you don't have to allow life to humble you. You don't have to. You can choose to humble yourself instead of life's circumstances humbling you. You humble yourself. Humbling yourself before life situations humble you. You're very wise when you humble yourself. When you say to yourself, I ain't better than nobody, but also in return, ain't nobody better than me. I'm just going to do what it is that I came to do. Whatever that may be is for you. Whether it be business, career, family, anything. Nobody's better than you. Nobody's better than me. And I'm not better than anybody else. So I'm not going to act like I'm better than anybody else. I'm not going to put anybody else down. I'm not going to humiliate anybody else. You know, I'm not going to step on people to get to where I need to be. I'm not going to be crossing people where I need to be. Because if I humble myself, with that is wise to humble yourself to say, hey, I ain't better than them. They're not better than me. I'm not better than them. That's why when you start getting into rooms where you know that you're not qualified, you ain't got to say much. Because the wise person will be sit back and be like, okay, I realize these people bleed just, just like me. They bleed just like me. If I cut them, they're going to bleed. They're human just like I am. Yes, do they have more successes than I have? Yes. They, do they have more stuff than I have? Yes. Are they making better business decisions than I have? Do they have a better career than me? Yes, yes. All that may be true. They may be making more money than me, but they're not better than me. But what I'm going to do is, since you're somewhere where I'm trying to get to, I'm going to sit back and I'm going to listen. I'm going to ask questions. I'm going to ask some questions, but I'm, I'm going to sit back. I'm just going to listen. I'm going to see what they had to say because you have what I want. You are where I'm trying to get to. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to sit back and I'm going to listen. I'm going to ask questions and I'm going to take notes. That's humility. I ain't better than nobody else. And even if you're in a room to where people are starting to look up to you, people were looking up to Thor, patting him out, cheering him on. The wisdom in that is, yes, I may be in a position to pour into other people, mentor other people, coach other people, help them with their career, teach other people. I may be in that position, but that doesn't make me better than them. Because when you start living by, I think I'm better than somebody else because I got this and I have that and I'm doing this and my business is doing that or my career is doing this and it's really taking off or I got this type, I got more money than them. I got more stuff than them. I got more cars than them. I got better clothes. I got better shoes than them. When you start living like that, life will have a way of making you a disgrace. And here's one way to make a disgrace. I, I love what <laughs> one of my mentors said is like, yeah, 
being rich is is great, but if you ain't got nobody to share it with, it sucks. Like having all the money in the world, that's cool. But if you ain't got nobody to share it with, like he said, if I had my wife, if I had my kids, like if I didn't have anybody to share in this success with, if I didn't have the friends that I have to share this with, what good is it? So even if you are at a high level, even if you are the man, you are the woman, humble yourself to the point to be like, hey, all this is great. People buying your books, they buying your courses, they signing up for this, your leaders, you're moving up the corporate ladder, all of this stuff. All that stuff is great. But if you ain't got nobody to share it with, with your prideful, arrogant self, what good is it? What what good is it to to have it all, but to have no one to share it with? Your kids don't want to be bothered with you. Your spouse don't want to be bothered with you. Or you don't have a spouse. You don't have a significant other. You have nobody to share your life with. Your friends really don't fool with you like that. They fool with you. People fool with you because you got money. They don't fool with you because you're a good person. Let that sit there. People fool with you because you got stuff. But they don't fool with you because you're a good person. That's rough. That's pride. That's because of your arrogance. Yeah, they cool with you because you're going to buy all the drinks. You're going to buy all the food. You're going to pay for the bill. You're going to take the bill. You're going to pay for everything. Yes, they're hanging with you. But that's the only reason they're hanging with you. They ain't hanging with you because they really like the person that you are. Pride leads to disgrace. But humility comes wisdom. That's the principle of the day. Are you going to be prideful and arrogant and think more of yourself than you should? Exaggerating excessively, thinking about yourself more than you should? Are you going to humiliate yourself? Not humiliate yourself, but live with humility to say, I'm no better than anybody else. Nobody else is better than me. That's humility. Nobody's better than me because I ain't going to down myself. But I'm no better than anybody else. That principle right there is very attractive. You start attracting people when you have that. You have people who have like really legitimate, real friendships because they, they, yes, they have great personality and all this, but they're, I'm not better than anybody else. And that's why their friends range from very successful and wealthy to may not be doing too good, but on, on the come up or may not be doing well at all. But that person doesn't make that person who doesn't have as much as them feel like they don't have as much as them. Man, I want you. Hey, this is the first episode telling you (laughs) the Verber Today podcast, Monday through Fridays, coming to you live and direct. 
Man, also go over to Surviving the Fall podcast. That's our other podcast, my other podcast. Man, if this added value to you, show your support. If this added value to you, show your support. And man, go over to Surviving the Fall podcast. Now that one, hey, this one, whether you're a Christian or not, tune in to this right here because the principles, principles to live by, that hasn't, that that transcends religion and what you think and what your feelings are. We don't care about what your feelings are or what you think. This transcends religion or whatever you bet. You need principles to live by, to take your life to another level. But go over to Surviving the Fall podcast. If you've ever had in the fall, if you fail in your relationships, your marriage, your business, your career, and you're trying to rebound from a fall, personal fall, whatever it may be. There's some principles over there in surviving the fall podcast drops every Monday, drops every Monday at 12 o'clock, but it's your boy DP neighborhood hope dealer. Hey, see you tomorrow. What's happening? What's happening? It's your boy DP, the Neighborhood Hope Dealer, coming to you with the Verb of the Day podcast, where we take practical principles from the Bible, you apply them to your life and see the results. Because I believe, and it is true, every principle out there from the gurus comes from the good book. And I'm going to prove it. And you're going to prove it too. So sit back, relax, enjoy the ride, and enjoy the podcast.